Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Adam and Steve, not... Adam and Eve. The podcast that you now need in your life. Yes. <laughs> All right, people. We're back yet again. Back at it. We know you missed us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Adam, how are you doing in this new quarantine life? Oh, it doesn't feel new anymore. <laughs> right? <laughs> it hasn't been two months, girl. <laughs> it's not even like the new normal. It's just the normal now. Yeah, it really does just feel normal. It's so long. I know. But Ugh. we went rollerblading again yesterday. That was great. Yeah, by the beach. Yeah. And I don't know if we were supposed to or not because there was like mounds of sand like yeah, blocking but was, the pathways. But <laughs> Just at certain points. But there were a lot of people out like doing like physical activities yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I think, think it was fine. Yeah. It was really, really pretty, though. Beautiful day. It was a gorgeous yeah. day. I'm so glad we got out because, like, last weekend, like, we wanted to get out, mm-hmm. but, like, we both just kind of sat in our couches and did nothing. Yeah, I feel like the quarantine life sometimes get, gets you a little blue. <laughs> just it, it does, like, right? <laughs> you're just like, I don't know. I don't want to do anything. I'm the, mad. The motivation is Sad. super low sometimes. Yeah. Like, it's really, really hard. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad we got out yesterday because, really? like, I just could not do another... Um, in-house workout <laughs> girl I'm, my, working out in my bedroom is just not cutting it anymore i know it's so like i just couldn't do like i was like doing a workout the other day and they were like okay burpees and i just said no <laughs> like, <laughs> like nobody's here that's gonna right? make me do this right now like i need you to be next to me yelling at me to do another one yeah. and i just like no i did like some touches like i touched the floor <laughs> <laughs> did some, you just did a little stretch. I did. I just like, like there's certain exercises that like they'll do and I just say no. Yep. I, I mean, can't do it. Like, I don't really, do I can't, I tried doing those classes and stuff. And <laughs> you said that, no. That was that, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like sick of, we have a bench, one twenty five pound dumbbell and resistance bands. And like those workouts are like, you, you, there's only so many variations and like you're just kind of like, Okay, I don't really feel like I'm doing a whole lot anymore. I know. You just kind of got used to the bands and everything. And yeah, that's true. I do have bands because I've been doing like morning, I've been doing daily yoga in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I'm proud of myself because I've stuck with it. Um, and I'm doing it every day. But quarantine has me doing things that I haven't, like I wouldn't normally do. So like I'm trying to learn how to do the middle splits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is definitely something I don't think you would normally try to do. <laughs> I know. And I, because I used to say like, why would I even ever want to do the splits again? Because I used to do it when I was a kid. But I don't know. One day I was like watching a video and I decided I'm going to learn the middle splits again. So I've been stretching every day. I have no desire to do that. I know. I never did either. I don't know. You know, I always come up with like crazy things to do. So this is my thing right now. I mean, I'm getting lower and lower. Mm -hmm. I've been like stretching every single day. It just like sounds so painful. It does hurt though. It really does. I'm just going to like do it. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to post like a social media thirst trap picture. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be like, look what I did. She can do the splits. Exactly. And then that's it. I'll I'll move on to something else. (laughs) Anyway, so I guess we should tell everybody um, what we're going to talk about today, right? Yeah. So what are we talking about, Adam? Talking about a little uh, music. (laughs) A little groove. A little groove, you know, kind of (laughs) just... I had to play that for a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
No, I mean, I think music is like a huge part of people's lives. And if it's not, I think there's something wrong with you. Seriously. Um, <laughs> it is a soundtrack to my life. Yeah. And it's changed so much over the years. So it's just, yeah. I think it's a, it's a good topic. It kind of shapes you a little bit. Oh yeah, for sure. Who you are and it speaks to so many people and it's helped people get out of things and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Give you ideas. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally agree. Some I, music. I, music. That's our topic today. Yep. Yeah. yeah. But before we get into that, it's time for a little game analogy. Why? I'm just telling you this for your own good. <laughs> That's right. Because <laughs> you need to know. All right, Adam, why don't you take that one? So our term this week is going to be twink. Twink. Um, I'm pretty sure we've used this multiple times, and most people might know what this already is. But uh, yeah. if you don't, um, it's... Usually considered a homosexual male <laughs> um, <laughs> who is attractive with boyish qualities and age kind of can range, but I, I think it used to be more like 18 to 25. Yeah. Like was like the cutoff. And uh, usually uh, like a white skinnier boy was what it was originally. originally yeah. kind of, I feel like now it's just if it's like a, just a skinny little anything, it's, yeah. like it's a twink, you know. <laughs> a little scrawny thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Um, it, Urban Dictionary also said that um, it's a fashionable male. I don't know if I always agree nah, with that. I don't know about yeah. that. Um, Maybe a long time ago when there was more stereotypes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Are you into twinks? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm not, not into them. Like, I don't discriminate like that, but right. uh, I... Um, <laughs> You're really thinking about it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I guess I've never really like thought if I was. I mean, I've hooked up with like someone that would be considered a twink. I consider like maybe not so much anymore because I'm a little bit older. But I feel like I was a twink at one point. So I don't know. Yeah, but I, I think I usually maybe go for more of like a like a twonk. A twonk. A twonk, which <laughs> yeah. is someone's maybe a little bit more toned and defined. Yeah, and, I would yeah. agree. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I mean, but again. You know, we're not really discriminating. <laughs> I think it just depends. Yeah, it really But it's depends. not my first go-to. Mm-hmm. I guess I would put it that way. Yeah. Right? Anyways. Well, that's that. <laughs> that's that. <laughs> that's your that, game that, analogy. That's a twink. <laughs> right. Uh, um, I think it was coined, like, I think it's, tri- you know, because it was like a Twinkie. Like, remember the like, little thing that you used to eat? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think it kind of, like, somehow came from that a little bit. Oh, well, that's interesting. Yeah, because it was, like, this little, like, tasty treat. Oh. <laughs> Actually, I like that. This is also something I read online. I don't know how true this I is. I like that though. Uh, <laughs> Even if it's cute, not true, tasty it's treat. Cute. Yeah, exactly. Oh well. Okay. Did you like I'll, Twinkies. I love Twinkies. Yeah, they're good. They were good. Those Hostess Twinkies. Yeah, <laughs> they're good stuff. Those things are real tasty. Yep. Anyways. Yeah. So All right. Let's just jump into the episode. Let's jump into music. Yeah, music. Like, what did what did you grow up listening to? Well, music has played a huge part of my life because we were a very music family. Mm -hmm. Like, there was always music going on in my house. Like, if I was walking home from school, I could hear music um, from my house, like, down the street. Oh, really? You know, that my parents were playing. Um, You know, whether we were, like, church music, Mm -hmm. like, 
like it was mostly like R&B. Mm-hmm. Like I grew up at I was lucky enough to grow up with very young parents. Mm-hmm. So I was always included in a lot of stuff. Like my first concerts when I was a kid, I went with my parents. I think my first concert was like Shaka Khan. Oh wow. Yeah, I think it was something like that that my parents took me to when Mine I was, was Janet Jackson. Really? Yeah. See, but you were probably older <laughs> than I was. I was really young yeah. when I went to my first concert. Um, I think I want to I want to say I was like like around 10 or 12. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know exactly. It, was, it was a Velvet a, Rope tour. Okay. Yeah. Janet was a good was concert a pretty to go raunchy to. tour oh, for yeah. your I first guess that's concert true. as a kid. My mom's like, I got us tickets to the Velvet because she loved Janet. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. No, that's cool though. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think mine was like Shaka Khan or something, but um, we just always had music on. And so I had a record player in my room. It was probably like a Fisher Price or something. <laughs> 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 You know, I had like a record player in my room. Like Fisher Price had record players. Oh yes, I don't they know. Had, yeah, we, me and my cousins. It was it was like a little suitcase because like you can close the top oh, and lock yeah, it. Yeah, Remember, and yeah. you can like carry it with you and stuff mm. like that. Um, but I had one in my room, so I always had my own stack of records. So we would go instead of like getting an allowance for grades because my parents didn't give me an allowance for my grades. They just expected me to make good grades. Mm-hmm. But as a treat, we always like, went just to do the, good, bitch. Exactly. Well, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's really funny because my brother, they gave him money because he just didn't do as good as I did. Mm-hmm. But when he did, he got money. I was like, where's mine? <laughs> <laughs> but as a treat, we went to the record store together. So they would, you know, be like, you can buy, three records or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I would go and flip through the bins and find my records that I wanted. And so I had like my own stack of records in my room and my parents had theirs in the living room, you know, and back then it was like, you know, record players with big old speakers that you used as end tables. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Put your lamps on them and stuff. <laughs> This is some multi-purpose. They were furniture, but they were huge. Provide sound as well. Yeah. What were some of your records? Well, I grew up like my first ones were like you know I was more like R and B and kind of disco ish because I love disco music. Disco is probably my favorite music because I feel like it's the original dance music and Mm -hmm. it makes everybody happy. And like if you can't get happy with disco music, I'm giving you a side eye. Like, like, what's wrong? Like, you can't dance to this. Um, So I would get, um, I felt like Diana Ross to Mm me. I know. Every time I think of Diana Ross, I think of you. Oh my God. She was like, to me, she's the original diva, Mm -hmm. first of all, the original diva. And I used to like buy her records, but I didn't know anything about like the Supremes when I was a little, like a little kid. My mom did. But I knew Diana Ross is like the 80s diva mm-hmm. you know and so i bought her records and i would like pin them on my wall mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and just sing the songs and then she would have these concerts that she that would come on tv and i could not wait for those concerts to come on like when when i knew they were coming on i had to make sure we were home because i couldn't miss it <laughs> i guess i should have known about the whole gayness back then <laughs> i think you better about it i gotta go see diana ross <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I was all about Miss Diana Ross. Might be a homosexual, maybe. <laughs> right? I loved her. I just thought she was so fabulous. And she was just like, I I just could not get enough of her. I loved her. And there was a group they called Sister Sledge. Mm-hmm. And you probably know, most people know them for that song, We Are Family. Oh, yeah, yeah. We Are Family. Mm-hmm. But I loved them. I bought all of their records. And I used to just listen to them all the time on my little Fisher-Price <laughs> record player. 
<laughs> but they were like, but my first memories of music is just like a lot of R&B that my parents used to listen to, just like Earth, Wind & Fire and, mm-hmm. you know, just a lot of like old school R&B. We just, that's what I grew up with, yeah. you know? And what about yours? Like, what are your first kind of, you know? Um, So... For me, it's weird because my taste in music is so much different than my parents' taste in music. And so I, when growing up, my mom and my dad, they're like classic rock all the way. Like they're yeah. straight up 80s. Like, But I, I love that too. And, I, and I, I do as well. Like I know all those songs. I can sing them word for word. It's yeah. what I grew up listening to, like like Journey and Poison oh, and yes, Guns N' Roses. Those are my skating rink and, days. Yeah. Like, <laughs> actually, you know, my dad told me that when I was little... Whenever, you know the song Sweet Child of Mine? Yes, that was the jam. Whenever that music video came on, I would stop what I was doing. I would stop playing and I would just stare at the music screen. And I would just kind of like, kind of like do my little bop, like. Okay, but were you attracted to Axel? (laughs) I don't know. I can't remember. Those memories are too long ago. Why were you staring at the screen? (laughs) I mean, these are clues. Maybe, maybe. Who knows? But yeah, like all those, like. Foreigner, Boston, Queen. Yeah. You know, Janet was probably more the, like, poppy, like, R&B that my mom listened to. And I got super into Janet. Like, I fell in love with Janet Jackson. And my mom knew that, which is why she took me to the the Velvet Rope Tour. Um, even though it was a little probably sexual for my age, but it was it was yeah. the most amazing concert for my first that was concert. An amazing concert, so good. But she, t- so like I grew up as like an MTV kid, mm-hmm. you know. When oh, MTV, I used to love MTV, just yes. sitting watching MTV for right, hours. Right. Well, it was when they played actual videos. Mm-hmm. Like the, you would spend all night watching actual videos, yep. and MTV doesn't show videos now. But mm-hmm. what it's probably like MTV four or five or I something don't, I don't like even that. Know. I don't even know. Yeah. And so I, that was my, my era of like my childhood. So when MTV first started, it was mostly like rock videos. And so I knew like, you can play a lot of those like classic rock. I wouldn't know all those words to Mm -hmm. those songs because I grew up just watching that in like skating rink and, and things like that. But when they kind of started putting a little bit of pop in, I remember like Michael, yeah, Madonna, mm-hmm. and like Janet and like George Michaels were f- some of the first ones that they actually yep. started playing. And But Janet was like, of course, Michael was like oh, the king of yeah, everything. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like I remember like the Thriller video and us like, it's on! And everybody <laughs> would run from every room actually, to watch it. <laughs> just speaking of Michael, what's your favorite Michael song now that we're on it? Ooh, Maybe it could be PYT Pretty Young Thing because I, I was gonna say the same thing. And and the reason why is FYI, we did not talk about this before no, the episode. This is a spur of the moment question. That's so, so funny. That's so it was it's my favorite Michael song. It's mine because and also I I won um a talent show dancing to that song. <laughs> oh my god. When I was little in my Jordash jeans. <laughs> Because I had to have a pair of Jordan's jeans. <laughs> yeah, and I made sure that I did some dance moves where I turned around so people could see my jeans. <laughs> I needed everybody to know uh, that I was wearing some Jordan's jeans back then. <laughs> but it was to um, PYT. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was a good one. Yeah. But yeah, no, Michael was huge. But I think being gay. Yeah. Janet has like there's something how she delivers you're just oh, kind of yes. like you can't help but just 
love that, you know. Well, Janet made me want to dance. Yep. Like when I was a kid, I wanted to be a dancer. Mm-hmm. That's definitely what I wanted to be when I grew up. Same. Like anytime anybody asked me, it was a dancer. And I said that for the longest time until one of my teachers told me that I should want to be something else, something bigger. It's amazing how teachers can really influence. Yeah, because she made me feel like that wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. And so I started saying that I should want to be something else. But I always wanted to be a dancer. There's a few things that made me want to dance. And Janet was like one of the major things, which is probably, not probably, but it's why I ended up dancing later and teaching classes and stuff like that. Because she was just like the biggest influence. Yeah. I wanted to be in the nasty video so bad. <laughs> <laughs> You were how old? I don't know, but I envisioned myself (laughs) in the nasty video. Like, Mm. I was like, I want to have on those tights that they have with those ripped up shirts. (laughs) Again, should have known the gay thing. It's just like screaming (laughs) homo. (laughs) I wanted to be in that video. Mm. So I was like, oh my God, I wish I could be in this video so bad. That video and Paula Abdul's cohearted snake. Oh yeah, I Paula. was like, oh my god! For me, it was opposites attract. Oh that <laughs> music video with the cat, the cartoon. The cartoon. I just could not get over the fact that like Paula Abdul was dancing <laughs> in a music video with a cartoon cat. It was just the most amazing thing for me. Oh gosh! Well, I guess that makes sense because she choreographed for Janet. Yep. You know, um, but she, Janet just she was such like the biggest influence. Like I, we used to move our furniture. <laughs> In the summertime when our parents, my parents would go to work and my cousins lived across the street and they would come over and we'd move all the furniture out of the living room and we would dance all day. We would put our videos mm-hmm. on and we'd learn the routines. We'd like, you messed up. You need to do it over. <laughs> <laughs> so we would do them over and over and I know. Over. And like you were that part. So I used to do the same thing with like some of my cousins. Yeah. I used to like maybe even friends. I don't know. Like we, I would like learn routines to stuff or teach them routines to stuff that I made up. Yeah. And I would like be like, no, you're getting it wrong. <laughs> right. You gotta do this. Like, over. And like, I didn't end up I, like you at least ended up like teaching dance. Yeah. Like as you w- went about your life, I never, I was just a kid, yeah. you know, and they're probably like, shut up. But we're just having fun here. I'm like, uh, uh-uh. yeah, like, do it again. <laughs> like Debbie Allen with a stick on fame. Do it again. I, I, yeah, I, Janet just was everything. Like, I just was like, I got to dance. Mm-hmm. I have to do this. And it was such, she was such a huge influence on me. But it was like, you know, just from growing up, like buying records all the time, mm-hmm. I loved going to the record store. That was like my favorite thing to do. Yeah. When my parents said, it's time to go to, there was a store called Craig's Music Factory. And it was really big. I don't know if it was anywhere else, but it was in Corpus Christi. Mm-hmm. And that's where we mostly went to get records. I mean, I remember eight tracks. And yeah, that's like, I know beyond my time, but I remember seeing them when I was a kid. I didn't really, my parents had them. I do remember seeing them, but records were so cool to me. Mm -hmm. You know, like even when cassette tapes came out, they were fine, but you got no music value out of cassette tapes. They were more of a pain in the ass Mm -hmm. than anything, but at least you could be portable. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I loved collecting my records. I actually, as a matter of fact, my mom still had some of my old records. Like when I went home a few years back, I actually was able to bring some back mm-hmm. because, you know, I have a record player again. <laughs> so do you. Adam just bought I know, one. I just bought one and now it's going to be this thing that I'm going to like have to buy all these records. But it's I'm fun. Like super excited. And I actually was asking my dad because he used to have a record player and a bunch of like old records. And granted, it would be like a lot more classic rock stuff, which I don't really listen to now, yeah. but it would still be cool to have them. In, but he got rid of them. 
Yeah. So unfortunately, that you know is what it is. But I'm surprised my mom still had some of mine. She couldn't find the rest of them. But you know what's really funny is that when I was a kid, I had this record by. Um, I think her name was Anita Ward, and it was called Ring My Bell. Do you remember that song? Oh, yeah, I do. You can ring my bell. So I had that that album. And my cousin Guthrie, who's gay, who's just a big old mess, Mm -hmm. but we love Guthrie, he kept saying, Stephen, I need to borrow your record. And I kept saying, no, no, no. And he kept bugging me to borrow my record. Mm -hmm. So I let him borrow, and I said, you have to bring it back to me because, you know, I loved, you know, Ring My Bell. Yeah. So I finally got it back from him, which was not in the time frame that I told him he needed to bring it back. Mm. I was a kid. And he scratched it. And I was so mad at him for scratching my <laughs> ring my bell record. Like, uh-uh. I know. Again, I probably shouldn't have known about the whole game. <laughs> ring my bell. <laughs> but it was the jam. I mean, I just, 70s music is just, it's everything. Like disco, if I could go back... <clears throat> like a day in time, I would go back to like the most popping night of Studio 54 mm. and I would just do everything yeah. and everybody and live it up because yeah. they knew how to party yeah. at that time. I feel like I, like my family wasn't big into disco, so like I didn't really like have a whole lot of that influence in my life like growing up. Yeah. But like now I find myself wanting to, like anytime disco comes on, like I, I mean it's I know fun. songs from that era, but like I don't, I don't have a lot of that music of, on my own, you know? And, yeah. But I've been, like, disco and disco house has been really... It's so good. Yeah, it's been good. It's good stuff to listen to, for yeah. sure. I also, I wanted to, like, touch back on... Um, my mom used to listen to um, Shania Twain. I love her. My, uh, yeah, and I used... I, I loved Shania Twain, the, the album that... Um, Let's Go Girls. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I would listen to that over and over. And I actually... I have a funny story about this. Um, I... <laughs> my mom took me to that concert as well. Oh, I'm jealous yeah, of that Yeah, and um, <laughs> my cousin Lexi was super mad that I got to go and she couldn't go. Um, so she, for some reason, decided to climb a tree outside of her house because she was like very angry and she didn't understand why she couldn't go to this concert and I got to, and she climbed the tree to pout about it. And when no one came to get her, she eventually climbed down. But she got stuck and like <laughs> almost died basically. Oh and she has God. this huge, she has a scar on her ribs. I don't know how big it is. I don't, can't remember. But like, I think it's like not even that no- noticeable, I guess, unless you're like really, really looking. But yeah, she, she was just so mad. She climbed a tree and oh. like, she just was like up there. Nobody came to get her. You didn't tell this to Shania Twain. <laughs> <laughs> I know. her a message on Instagram. And it's funny because I was, there was two instances where Lexi had, um, gotten scars in her life. <laughs> and another one was in Wisconsin Dells. Um, she wanted to race me and we were at like, I think a hotel or something and she wanted to race me in the hallway, but I apparently didn't give a shit and I just stayed back and she, she was running, <laughs> running, running and she turned back to look at, and I was like way in the back and she like looked forward and she like slammed her head into the, oh like, the corner of a door and so we had to take her to the hospital. She had to get stitches in her forehead. Jesus. And she's like, she, I was texting with her the other day because we were talking about this. And she's like, what? Literally, this, I'm reading this verbatim for text message from her right now. Wow, almost 30 years. And I just realized you caused the two biggest scars on my body. 
tiny now, but big on an emotional impact. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just dying. I thought it was hilarious. But Wait, you got um, to go to Shania Twain? I got to go to Shania Twain um, while she was sitting up in a tree. That's awesome. <laughs> I wish I would have seen her in concert. She was like our... our um, when we used to go out in Texas, me and my friends, we would like crank her CD up and like just like go to the clubs, mm-hmm. like singing like "Man, I Feel Like, feel a, like woman. a Woman." <laughs> yeah, it was like that album was just so good, so good. Yeah. Like she's really good. Um, I love concerts. Like I think it's just because when my parents used to take me when I was a kid. But you know, the funniest thing is, I always wanted to go to see the concerts that they actually would not take me to was Prince and Rick James. Mm-hmm. Prince because he was always just halfway naked on stage and Rick James because there was so much like pot and stuff going Mm -hmm. around. So they would never take me to those. And I always wanted, cause I guess Prince, if you think about it, like Vanity Six opened for Prince and they were pretty risque for a girl group back then. Mm -hmm. And then Rick James was just like Rick James, Mary Jane girls. I mean, you, you, you name a group after Mary Jane. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, yeah. So, but I always wanted to go and they were like, no, this is for adults only this one. And I just really wanted to go (laughs) to those concerts, but they were the ones they would not take me to, but they took me to so many other ones, you know, and it was fun, Mm -hmm. like getting to see cool things when you were kids and stuff like that. But I didn't, I didn't go to a lot of concerts. I mean, my mom took me to Shania and Janet Yeah, and and like I don't have any other big ones that like really stand out in my mind. Like I think I went to some like smaller venues and concerts as I like grew up. Yeah. But uh I wasn't like that kid where it was like so I guess this kind of ties into like more the music that I ended up listening to growing up as opposed to what my parents influenced me to listen to because like that I I was that little white gay boy that was like Britney you know Britney Spears in sync backstreet yeah. boys 90 mm. degrees like white. oh I was real white <laughs> but then I would also listen and actually I, I even listened to a song by Savage Garden the other day. Oh, wow. And I was just like, oh, my God, I can't believe I know the lyrics to this song. Like, I used I mean, to listen to this did stuff. Listen to, we did listen to Alanis <laughs> Morissette the other day. <laughs> I know. We pulled that record. Alanis Morissette, Jagged Little Pill. That's the jam. That, that album, album so I used to listen to that on repeat. That's like, a good album. I, and I was young. Like, I, I don't even think I understood what she was singing about, but I just loved her voice. I loved her music. I think a lot music. of songs are like that, though. When you listen, you, like, look at the words now, you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> I did not know this song was about eating coochie. Like, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, God. like, SWV had that song, Downtown. Mm-hmm. One day, my mom's like, I did not know this song. And we were just a uh, downtown. <laughs> you're just so, singing. I literally made my grandma one time take me to the mall <laughs> so I could buy a CD. And do you know what CD this was? Oh, God. It was Cisco. Oh, and it's thong. the thong song. <laughs> and I played the thong song in the car on the way back home. And she was just like, Your grandma at, was probably like, she, What? I, in the hell? I, I cannot even believe. Oh, my and, but God. But I just, I don't think. You don't really think about what the lyrics are when you're when you're younger. You're just kind of like you're listening because you you're it together in, sometimes. Yeah, you just it's, it's more like the rhythm and the beat yeah. and like you if you like some, the way someone sings, maybe like that's kind of yeah. what you're listening to. As you get older, lyrics start meaning more to you. Yeah, so, and sometimes you don't even know what you're like. 
sometimes you don't even know what they're saying. Because yeah. one of my favorite things to do used to be, especially with Janet, because sometimes she'd be singing real light and mumbling. You don't know what the hell she's saying. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, so true. what girl? Like the but, song. Right. Mm-hmm. But one of my favorite things used to be, like, especially with CDs, mm-hmm. is to get the little booklet out of the jewel case and just sit down and play the CD and like read the lyrics. I like, used to try get to learn so the songs. mad when it didn't have the lyrics. Oh, me too. I would be like, I would get the- really pissed yeah. off. So it was really cool, especially with artists like Janet, because sometimes you didn't really understand what she was saying, mm-hmm. you know, but it was nice to know the actual lyrics. And it was just one of my favorite things to yeah. do. Just sit down with that book and mm-hmm. you hit play and you know, you were going to learn all the words mm-hmm. and you could be that person. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was always really fun. But, and it's always interesting now, if you look at the lyrics to a song that you've been singing for years and you're like, I was not saying that. <laughs> I was absolutely <laughs> singing something completely different that wasn't actually even words. Exactly. <laughs> but in my mind. That don't make sense. Like I did with the Ariana Grande song. Yeah. And you were like, that's not what she says. Uh, I was like, it's not. <laughs> well, Ariana Grande is also very hard to um, okay, she mumbles. understand. Let's yeah. be honest. She yeah. mumbles. But I forget that song. It's all in your face. It, or, and I was saying you said something in my else. face. I know, it's it's called like, In Your Head. <laughs> It's on like, our Thank You Next album. And I said, well, my version sounds better. <laughs> I think it should be in your face. Well, you could be. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, my, I just remember like 80s music. 80s music was kind of cool now when you look back on mm-hmm. it. It's fun. 80s music was fun. Yeah. You know, I also then, like, like going into 90s was like, like Usher, like Destiny's Child. Oh, yeah. Like Writings me, on the Wall. Yeah, like Jodeci, that first mm. album. Oh, and then Mary J. Blige. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love me some Mary. Ooh. I used to be obsessed with Usher, though. I was Usher obsessed was, he, with Usher. He was real good, yeah. though. He opened for Janet. I, I know. For my, my concert. Yeah, I think it's for the Velvet Rope Tour. Yeah, he opened. I didn't even realize that that's who he was at the time. Well, he was... Because he was big. like, yeah, it yeah. was like when like My Way and stuff came out where like I feel like right. it was like very, very new. Because my first Janet concert was actually um, the Janet tour. Like when she came out with That's the Way Love Goes oh, and all yeah. that. That was my yeah. first. Because I, I, I didn't I, I get to see. I think that's my favorite Janet song, by the way. That's what, yeah, that's yeah. the jam. Because I didn't get to see um, the Rhythm Nation tour. Mm-hmm. That I did not get to see. But I did get to see Janet, which was after that, mm-hmm. which was an amazing, amazing, amazing show. Because that album is still, like, my favorite Janet mm-hmm. album. Um, so I did get to go see that. I, we went to Houston to see that. But see, back in those days when you got tickets, mm-hmm. you got them from, like, Ticketmaster. But you used to have to go wait in line. Mm-hmm. So we used to get there, like, hours mm-hmm. early. And you, like, just wait in Like, you sit in line for hours to try to get a good seat. Mm-hmm. You know, not now where you just get everything online and you don't even have a chance of getting a decent ticket for a decent price. Yeah. You know, now you have to, like, mortgage up your home. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? You got to mortgage off your home to get a decent seat. It's like, so true, especially if it's someone for, like big. Yeah, try yeah. to get try to get close to the Beyonce show. Yeah, good, good luck. luck. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like a lot it, of money. Yeah, it's it's hard. So back then it was a little different, and then, but we got good seats for that one. Mm-hmm. That was that was a really really fun show. Yeah, yeah, that was one of my favorites. Yeah, but I've gone to a lot of Janet concerts. Yeah, a whole lot. I, that was the only one I ever went to. Oh, no, no, no. No, I went we to went one, to one Yeah, I went to the one with you. Um, that was in San Diego a couple years ago. That was fun. Yeah, that was really fun. That was really fun. Yeah. That was a good one. 
Um, and of course, you know, I love my girl Mariah. Yes. But that's a, that was a little later. Like, I, I guess Mariah was like early 90s when she came out. Mm-hmm. And that was such a good era for oh her. Oh my God. Her voice was just it, yeah. unmatched. I mean, talk about somebody who sang effortlessly and hit mm-hmm. the most amazing high and low notes. And I just love those uh, songs too. She, like Fantasy, Dream Lover, like all And those she wrote almost all of those songs or co wrote them. Mm-hmm. So it's like, People can say what they want to, but that's why she's making bank because yeah. she's written everything, like b- about 90 something percent of everything she's saying. Mm-hmm. But I remember when she came out with that song Emotions mm-hmm. and at the end when she hits all those really high notes, I remember hearing that song thinking there is no way that a human can hit those <laughs> notes. There's no possible way. Yeah. I was like, it can't be done. And I had heard people hit high notes before, but she hit them in a way on such a consistent <laughs> level. Yeah, yeah, all the time. And I remember she was performing on like, I don't know if it was the American Music Awards or the Grammys. It was one of them. I want to mm-hmm. say American Music Awards. And I said, I'm going to sit in front of this TV and watch because that has to be a keyboard. Yeah. And she sat there and she sang every note mm-hmm. and I was floored. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when I actually really started loving her. Yeah. Like, for sure. Because you know, I love me some Mariah. I listen oh, to her yeah. like every single day. Like, that's. Your diva. That is. That, yeah. Well, you know, Janet was the original, definitely the original. Um, but I always say that if I had to pick somebody's catalog of music to listen to for the rest of my life, it would be Mariah because mm-hmm. it's so vast, all the way from just classic songs to hip hop. Mm-hmm. Like she takes me where I need to go. Yeah. Plus, I always try to sing her songs. <laughs> I probably I can't, but I try. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. So I always say that, like, I love her for different reasons, but if I had to pick somebody's music to listen to forever, it would be hers mm-hmm. because she has just got that range of songs that yeah. takes you where you need to go, yeah. in my opinion. For sure. You know? I also went through, like, a, like kind of phases where I... <laughs> so, like, I listened to, like, Panic at the Disco and, like, yeah. Fall Out Boy, No Doubt, like, a little bit more... No Doubt like, was the bomb. No Doubt was good, yeah. Um but I used to love Panic at the Disco. It was I so never got weird. Into Panic yeah, I mean, I mean, it makes sense. I can never I even picture you listening to yeah, them. Yeah, but you but. know, I have a, but you know, I have a range of music. You do, that I you do. To. Yeah. I do listen to a lot of different types of music. You know, yeah. But I they never got like into them. A guilty pleasure of mine. Like I can still like put them on and like sing their like songs right like right now and not have an issue with it. And not be like, oh my god, I can't believe I never listened. All right, I used to listen to this. I mean, um, it's, you never know. Like I was actually having a. Um, a happy hour kiki mm-hmm. with some friends of mine in Texas and we were laughing because my one friend, we liked a lot of the same music and she's she was into like Black Crows and mm-hmm. like, you know, celeb- whole celebrity skin and I was like, remember when I stole your whole celebrity skin like CD and she was like, oh my God, yes. I love that CD. Yeah. And you would never think that I would like that CD with yeah. Courtney Love but that CD is everything. I actually bought it on vinyl because mm-hmm. it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I used to listen to like Creed too. See, I never listened yeah, to Yeah, it was either. like weird. I don't know. I, I've just, I've listened to so many different things that I like. Yeah. I used to love like Sublime. I went through actually Sublime for some reason. It really, that, I listened to Sublime a lot when I started partying. Like when I first started like drinking in like my yeah. teenage years, like we would put on like Sublime, like, like, the love is like what I got song and just yeah. like I'll be singing it and be like drinking like straight out of the handle of yeah. Bacardi Ooh, or vodka. Were <laughs> we were just all getting fucked up, you know? Yeah. And, um, I, yeah, I don't know. There's just, and then I also had like, you know, I still listen to rap and stuff now, yeah. but 
I would say like nineties, like more maybe closer to like two thousands. I was like tons of rap, like Ja Rule, yeah. Dr. Dre, Eminem, like See, which is I've like never so been a big like. There's certain rap songs that I do like. Don't get me wrong. When I'm in the club, I'm down because mm-hmm. I can dip it and do it. <laughs> <laughs> Where they play the rap, but I've never been. It's rare that you will hear me just put on a rap yeah. album like you've heard. Like I, I like Megan The Stallion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like. Things where people, yeah, where where people might sing a hook or something like that. But I'm not a huge rap listener. Like when I was a kid, I listened to like that 80s rap, mostly because my cousin Audrey was into rap and she had like a girl rap group. (laughs) (laughs) It was like three of them. They were called, what were they called? They were like the good girls or something like that. (laughs) Something like that. Mm -hmm. And they used to rap at different places and I would go with them. Mm but it, it's never really been my my thing for the I most like even part. I even like bleached my hair like to look like Eminem when I was oh, like. I mean, I mean, I still I bleached my hair <laughs> not too long ago as well. But I wasn't trying to look like Eminem. Um, but I when actually, I, was a kid, I told you a picture when I bleached my hair blonde once. <laughs> I did in the nineties. <laughs> First of all, I had hair. I know. I'm like, wait, I can't. Second of all, my girlfriend at the time bleached it for me. (laughs) Yes, it sure happened. (laughs) You're like, "Mm." that's real cute. (laughs) (laughs) But I sure did. I bleached my hair blonde for a little bit. Yeah. And that was in the 90s. My, My cousin Katie was telling me that someone drove by her either her car or apartment or something the other day I can't remember but they were like blasting in their car Sorry Mama by Eminem oh my and God. she's like who is bumping to this song in fucking 2020 right now like, like I'm sorry mom do you remember that song? I do I just never got into him I know but like it's like I feel like Eminem was a phase yeah like, people don't really listen I mean listen he's still to- around didn't he just have an album last year? I don't know like, I think he had an album last year and I think it sold pretty well but I think it was like it came out, people bought it, and that was kind of like what you heard about yeah, it. You yeah. know what I mean? It was kind of like Celine Dion with Courage. Mm-hmm. It came out, people bought it, and then you never heard about it again. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like it didn't happen. I loved it. I still, I listened to it. Yeah. But yeah, rap, again, rap wasn't, um, it just wasn't a thing for me. But you know, in general, and you know this about me, I, I don't, um, gravitate towards a lot of men singers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I just, because I feel like a lot of men don't do a lot of things with their range Mm -hmm. sometimes. And so I want to hear you take it through the ups and the downs Mm -hmm. and the all arounds. And I want you to give me something. So don't you think Drake is such a good singer? Mm. (laughs) But I do like a lot of his songs. So I say this because Steven's always said, it's like, he's just really, he's singing like he just, this is (laughs) doing a good job. You know, he really gets into it. (laughs) But I like Drake. I do too. I actually like Drake. He has good music, but it it is funny when you actually think about him yeah. singing. But it, I think it's more of like his voice is more of like a catchy type of voice where it's like yeah. it you know that he's not like the greatest singer, but, but it, he'd be like, really trying. Though. But it just like sounds like okay, like this is all right. You know? But his last few albums, I actually did listen yeah. to, and I actually put on and actually listened to. But again, he's not like hardcore rap. He's not. Yeah, so, he's, I mean, he has songs that are more like that. Yeah. 
and he's had his albums that are heavier on rap and less on like R and B, yeah, and like pop or whatever he's going through, whatever. But he's I like feeling. the more R and B ish mm-hmm. kind of because you know R and B is really my favorite yeah. too. Like disco and R and B, like I can work out to art like slow music. Like mm-hmm. I literally can put. I have a playlist called Slow Jams. <laughs> <laughs> And I can literally work out to slow music yeah. and, and be completely fine. I can't anymore. I can, really? Yeah. Oh, I can put that on and just go on about my business and do what I need to. I can mm. run to it, whatever. I just, I prefer, I, I think what it is is because when I taught dance, it was always upbeat, always fast, all the time. And so for me, it was kind of like, well, I need something a little bit more mellow um, mm. So that's what I gravitates toward. You know, no, normally when you come to my house and I'm playing something, it's usually slow for the yeah, most part. Yeah. For the most part, it's kind of slow-ish. But I don't know. I, I'm not I'll, – I'll play slow music more than, like, fast yeah. or, you know. But I do love some house, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like Soulful House is it. Yeah, I've been getting into that a lot. Like, so like just go – I'll go on, like, SoundCloud and even just, like, search, like, I like a lot of like disco house. I like, tell you, I can, glitter box is the way to go. I, can, I know I'm gonna have to. I actually Don't, never glitter listened. box is so good. <laughs> like there's, they do these parties in like I think it's in London or whatever, and they go in different places. But they have these DJs, and it's all like disco house. Mm. It's so good. Yeah. They have albums on Apple, yeah, like, on iTunes, but um, yeah. I but I, I, I'm still into R and B and stuff too. Like I, I, I like the weekend a lot. I, I actually still really enjoy Chris Brown, even though he's kind of like cuckoo. Um, but he's talented. He is so talented. I think he's just, he's I, I like his music. He's pretty consistent. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like him. Um, and you I, all know how we feel about Beyonce. But we love her. Yeah. Um, I'm also like big, like I love SZA. I like She's good. Sabrina Claudio. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I like R&B. You know, it's just, it's kind of, it's a, it's a good feel. It's kind of like sexual. And, yeah. Um, yeah. I, but I also love Elderbrook. This is not R and B. Yes, R&B, you do R&B. love you some Elderbrook. I love Elderbrook. He's a little. I don't. I don't even know what genre you really put. He's kind of like, like. I don't want to say electro pop. Yeah, kind I, of. I don't even know what that is. Like, yeah. I mean, I feel like it's more along the lines of, um, of what you call it. Um, why can't I think of the name of this group? And we just we listen to Disclosure. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I was yeah. like, why? Because I'm like, we love Is it Disclosure. Like maybe a little housey. Yeah, like, kind of like a little housey. Yeah. Like I love me some Disclosure. I can mm. put that stuff on anytime and just get my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's kind of a little bit more along those lines, right? I think so. Kind of a little bit. Yeah. He's it's it's a different style. Like I think I think that's why I like him because I don't really hear a lot of artists that sound like him, and he. It kind of does his own like thing and sings and like does his like little like electronic drums and keyboard and well, I don't who, know who are we listening to now? Like we love Dua Lipa. We like well, I like her latest album. Her latest album's good. It's really good yeah. and it's very disco-y. Mm-hmm. It, and that's I think a good why one. I like it. I like her. Who else? I love Jennifer Hudson. I think she can sing the phone book. <laughs> <laughs> like, and we're like, yes! <laughs> yes! Give me the next number, bitch. Right, come on! <laughs> oh, my God. I have to tell you all a story about phone books back in the day when we used to crank call people. I'll tell you that later. <laughs> you actually used to be able to crank call people because they didn't have caller ID mm. or and stuff like that. We used to have a lot of fun with that. I never used to do that. Oh, my God. Me and my friends used to do that all the time, especially when we had three-way. Oh, we just crank call people no. all the time. It's fun. Um, who else? Like, okay, so you bought a new record player. Yeah. What albums did you buy? So, 
even though I don't have my record player yet. Right. <laughs> and I coming. have some albums that are just sitting there waiting to be played. Um, but it, I bought Janet's Velvet Rope, um, Christine Aguilera Stripped. That's a great oh, that's album. Amazing great, great album. album. One of my favorites. Yeah. Um, Dua Lipa, her newest. Yeah. Um, the Mariah Carey number one to Infinity. Oh, that one's amazing. Too. Yeah, I like I like a lot of the songs on there. Um, and Beyonce, you, bought, you Beyonce, bought a lot. Beyonce Lemonade. Yeah, I just kind of I. I don't know. I just kind of, it's that's what I'm scared of. I'm like, I bought this record player. I have no records. I feel like I'm going to have to like, I'm going to have to go through a phase where I'm like, just like buying a lot. You yeah, know? you do. You go through a phase where you just buy a lot. You won't stop, but you will slow down yeah. a little bit. Um, Cause even like mine, like I told you, my needle was broken mm-hmm. or it wasn't broken. It just wasn't set properly. So I wasn't using it for a while, but I was still buying albums. Mm-hmm. Like, as you can tell, Adam was going through my records the other day and I still have ones that were unopened because I was just buying them because yeah. I knew I would fix it. Thank God I fixed it. Um, but I kept buying records mm-hmm. like, cause I knew that I was going to fix it at some point. Yeah. And, and then there's some records that you just want to get because they're hard to get. Mm-hmm. And when you can get them, you get them because some of them get really expensive if they're like a first pressing or they haven't been pressed since original, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff like that or repressing. So um, you just continue to buy. But it's fun buying. Yeah, it is fun. I want to get some like good like old school ones yeah. too and just like get a good variety of like genres and stuff. But like right now they're kind of probably leaning more towards like pop and R&B. Yeah. Which well, well we can go to record stores again and, and like crate dig. Yeah. And it'll be... That'll be fun. Yeah, that's, that's so much fun because yeah. you find things that you just didn't even know you wanted. Yeah. Or, you know, you find good bargains. Mm. Like, oh, I forgot about this. I mm. want this. But of course, well, we can... Go in public. <laughs> when we can go into an actual store again, and, we'll yeah, do that. An actual store and crate dig, that would be fun. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just keep buying stuff. Like yesterday, I bought a, a Delight album because it was just an old album that I really loved and I saw it on Amazon. So I bought it. And mm. so I just randomly try to find things that, you know, I've wanted. And, yeah. you, you know, and I just love that everybody's pressing records again. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of cool that everybody's putting music out and they're putting them on vinyl again. So that's super cool. Yeah, yeah, I think it's really cool. I really love that. I want to get some Rihanna too. Yes. Yeah. As a matter of fact, my brother's supposed to be sending me my anti album. No, I'm so jealous. I looked and it's like you can't find it. You cannot get it. Yeah. I told him to go check again because he lucked out and got it from Urban Outfitters. I told him to check again because he can get one for you if they still have it. All right. Because yeah. they're really hard to get. Yeah. You can't. You cannot like get some them. of her albums in general. You can get them, but they're like expensive. Like Britney's albums are kind of expensive. Yeah, yeah, they are. I looked at some of those too because I was like, I just like kind of like a nostalgic type yeah. of feeling, you know. I'm like, I kind of want a Britney album. Like I used to love her growing up, and when she was at like normal, when she wasn't burning down her gym <laughs> <laughs> with her one candle or right. two candles or something. And I'm like, girl, like, ma'am, why are you burning down the gym? She is, I told you she needs to have that phone taken away. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm waiting for like new music from people. That's mm. what I can't wait for. Yeah. Cause I feel like once the quarantine and stuff I was like looking forward over, to Lady Gaga's new album. Me too, actually. Yeah, but that's what like not getting released until the end of the year now or something. Yeah. You know, I have none of her albums on vinyl. Really? Yeah. Surprisingly, I don't yeah. have any of her albums on vinyl. I should get some. Yeah. Not that uh, Joanne one though. Cause I don't know what she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> she got a little country there. Right. I'm like, I don't know what she was doing on Joanne. Yeah. So I'm gonna go ahead and pass. But yeah. 
You know, I don't have any of hers. I want um, Beyonce to come out with a new album. Me too. Like really bad. Me too. But yeah. I just bought Brandy's album, her first album on vinyl the other day. That album was so good. Which which one is that? Brandy. It, it was no. her first album. What song? It's what called was her first Brandy. One? Yeah, it's called Brandy. I forget the. I'm trying to think. I liked the one that had Full Moon or. No, I have Full Moon on vinyl. Yeah, I liked that one. That album is yeah. so good. I bumped that all the time. <laughs> I just remember being at the club and when they would play her songs, mm-hmm. you'd be like, oh my God, you would like run to the dance floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> drink your drink and run to the dance mm. floor. Don't you miss club days? Oh, I do. <sighs> I do. I'm ready to go back and dance again. I think. Yeah, definitely same. But when I first started going out out here, when I moved here um, from Chicago, at that time, Drunken Love was really big. Yeah, and Drunken Love by Beyonce. So like every time I would go out, that that and Flawless, like that's when like that album came out. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I just I would lose my mind every (laughs) single time it came because that that album was so good. Those songs were like my favorite. Um, I think that's my favorite Beyonce album. It's really good. Like that whole album from beginning to end, I love. Even though EXO is not your favorite song. <laughs> we talked about this I last night, as a matter of fact. I don't hate it. But it's not your favorite. Yeah. That's I fine. Just, just We're in the album to me, but it was it was good. Yeah. And I think now what's interesting is that like we were actually just talking about this too. Like we like circuit music. Like yeah. I've never... I mean, I've liked it here and there, but I would never really like put it on. Mm-hmm. And now I can put it on and get my dance on. Yeah, I can. I can put it on. I think the song that I always think of with, when it comes to circuit and all you guys is uh, "Losing It" by Fisher. That is my jam. Yeah, like that song oh. kind of like changed me a little bit. Like me too. It, it just there's something about that foghorn. When that foghorn hits, <laughs> just, you just kind of lose it. You know, you really do you're, lose you're it. it. So, oh God. but yeah, I mean, circuit. It, it, it's something that I never really thought I would listen to that type of music, but there's some DJs that are really good. And yeah, I mean, you know, we, we had, I'm, I'm trying to look right now. The, this, we had a circuit episode. It was episode 10. Yeah. So if you guys want to listen, um, we kind of talk about how we transitioned into like that life. Circuit Queens. Circuit Queens <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I, I I definitely like put like playlists on when I when I'm working out and stuff now. <laughs> Where you play circuit and I'm playing slow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like I'm like you're playing like some R and B slow jam. Right, I'm, I'm like I'm playing slow jams. You're like, what you listen to? Don't worry about it. No, but I can switch it up. I don't know. I feel like music is it's just like the soundtrack to your lives. Like a lot of times you can think about what you were doing at that time in your life when you hear certain songs. You're Mm -hmm. like, oh my God, I was living in blah, blah, blah and doing this and I was with so-and-so. You just... Yeah, like it it makes memories stick out. Yeah. Even if it's just like... I, there's there's some albums that I'll listen to and it'll remind me of like and not always the most pleasant memories but yeah. like sometimes like winter even yeah like, like this album came out during the winter when we had like a huge blizzard in mm. Illinois and like I, I can't think of like what album that would have been but like it's just weird like how just that specific time stands out you know yeah and I always find it amazing how some people are like this song saved my life I was mm. going through blah 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 and then so and so put the song out and the lyrics saved my life and mm-hmm. that's kind of amazing to me because I've never you know 
like if something is that meaningful, like a song, it's maybe like you broke up with somebody. You're like, fuck that motherfucking <laughs> you. Put on. Like, oh, so. my song, that song for me is on the Lemonade album. Right. It's Don't Hurt Yourself. Beyonce, she, I, every time I listen to that song, I swear on my life that I got cheated on and I ain't even right. with somebody. <laughs> You throwing shit against the wall. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> it's so true, though. You know, like it's, it's true. It's it's a it's a coping me- mechanism though for people. You know, like they're going through an emotional time in their life and they write a song. You know, right. or they listen to a song, or like music is just like such a huge influence yeah. on people. And don't you love when you like you're in your car and you just put the windows up and you're singing like nobody can't oh, tell yeah. you you're nobody. not like ripping it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm singing so good right now. I'm hitting every note. <laughs> right, you're doing the hand movements. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, let me just put my window up. Because yeah. if I stop at this light, they don't want to hear this. Exactly. And now, like, my windows are all tinted, so they can't even really see I me. I know. I don't even know how you drive in that car. I'd be hitting all kinds of <laughs> shit. Like, I don't know how you see out of that because it's oh, dark. I love it. But, anyways, yeah, that's kind of like um, our music. Yeah, things. it's kind of like a like, music journey. I'm sure there's a whole like, lot that we missed yeah. in artists and stuff like that. But I don't know. Tell us what you think, you know, about the artists that you like mm-hmm. or if you don't like our artists. Mm. Well, maybe don't tell us that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, especially if it's Beyonce, because I know. know, or Mariah, because I'm be real mad, or Janet. <laughs> like, let me just give you my list. <laughs> These are the people that you have to like, right. otherwise we cannot speak. Exactly. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but I guess we should kind of let's move on to our our segment. Yes, is ma'am, ma'am what, do, what you do you think? think? <laughs> Yeah, so I will pick the card on this one. I can't remember if I did last time, but I'm just going to do it. I can't either, but whatever. Yeah. Um, So, ma'am, what do you think about how great my ass looks in these jeans? (laughs) 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 I think this is kind of actually a really good one because you were talking about the jeans that you wore and... Oh, my Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) And you had him turn around. (laughs) I'm sorry, but everybody needs to know I had those jerseys. You know I had to beg for those jeans. <laughs> My mom was not trying to buy those. Yeah. And then she had to hem them, and I was like, you have to do it now because I have to wear them for the dance competition. Um... How do I feel about my my ass looking good in those jeans? Yeah. You know what's really funny is that sometimes... You put on a pair of jeans and you're like, damn, I look real, real good. Yeah. And you are just feeling yourself. And then maybe like some months or a year later, you can put those same jeans on and be like, ooh, these do not look good. <laughs> it's like, what happened? <laughs> I don't understand. Do they wash weird? Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know if the jeans look the same at the time mm-hmm. or they changed. Who knows? But... But when I'm feeling it, I'm feeling it. So yeah. I feel real good about it when I'm feeling it. I know. There's like, you put a good pair of jeans on, it makes, yes. your, it makes your butt look nice and plump. Mm-hmm. You know, you just you like put a cup on that thing. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> it's like a little stand. Um, no, I, I mean, I don't really have an ass. So like for me, it's like when I wear, put on a nice pair of jeans and, that make my okay. ass stand out, I'm like, I'm all here for it. You're like, yes. Uh, they could be like $500. I'm like, those are mine. See, and no. you be turning around like that in those Jordan <laughs> jeans. <laughs> So everybody can see. <laughs> uh, well, why don't you tell people in case they don't know what Jordache jeans are? Well, they were like designer jeans okay. from, you know. I think like some people might not know that Did designer. you know about Jordache jeans? I didn't. 
Oh, well, they were like... I mean, before you like started talking about them. Like, oh, I've heard you talk about them. Because but back don't. then, I think there was like Jordash, and it was like Gloria Vanderbilt for women. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then I think after that, like, Kelvin Klein was big. Yeah. Like, they kind of started like that, like, mm-hmm. designer jean kind of thing. Yeah. But Jordash was like a big... And, and I think it's like, um, it was like a horse... Oh, like it was, oh, that was like the logo. Yeah, yeah. The, like like the, the outline of a horse or mm-hmm. something like that was the logo. Okay. Oh, I had to have those jeans, <laughs> and I had a pair. I had one pair, one pair. Anyways, but I bet you that your ass looked really great. They sure did. <laughs> well, for a kid in elementary, as good yeah. as you could possibly look, I suppose. Yeah, this <laughs> anyway. is true. Yeah, but yeah, uh, that kind of wraps it up for this episode. Uh, thank you guys always for listening. Yeah. Please follow us. You can follow Steven at Green Eye Steve. And you can follow me at admin, Adman2005. Um, or there's also definitely please follow us at our podcast page is Adam and Steve Podcast. And take a look at our new art. Yes. We got some new art. Yeah. Thanks to a good friend of ours. And yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. that's all we got for you guys today. Um, until next time, remember that God made Adam and Eve, but he also made Adam and Steve. Any problems? Pray about it.